We are in Simen Kuf Nun Gimel. We're up to Siv Yud Beis, and we'll be doing Yud Beis through Tes Vav. Mi shiyeshlo t'nai im hakohol shelo yuchal livnos beis hakneses ki im hu vezaro. He has a stipulation with the tzibur that only he or his descendants can go and build the shul. Eni yachal limkor zchusal acher. That's not something that he can sell. The same thing goes for every any other mitzvah. Now, what's the case? And the Mishtabura says that what we're talking about is where the shul gave him. Meaning, this was not anything he bought. The shul, the shul was mechabed him with the schus. They honored him with the schus of building the uh, of the exclusive rights to build the shul here as family, and then now he'd like to sell it. Whereas, what happens if he bought it for? He bought this right from the shul. If he bought it, then it's like anything else that you buy. In which case, you can sell it. Under all circumstances, though, it would have to be that the person he sold it to would be someone worthy like him, um, because if this person is not as worthy as he is, then uh, then the, the shul could be mocked and say, we only want someone as respectable as you are building it, and uh, and not not just anybody. Sif Yud Gimel. Govu mos l'binyin beis uval lehem dvar mitzvah. What happens if they collected money to build a shul, and then some mitzvah came up, they're allowed to go and spend the money on this. Now, one may ask, we had previously learned that when it comes to collecting money for a shul, if you were govel l'shem beis ha-knesses, once it gets to the hands of the gabai, it has kedushas beis ha-knesses, and it can, the money cannot be spent on anything else. How could the machabra then tell us that if a dvar mitzvah comes up, that you're allowed to use it for something else? So the Magen Avram says that we're talking about the Zion Tovei Ha'ir, the Maimed Anshe Ha'ir. This is the case where the directorate, the trustees of the shul, the same way they have the right to sell a shul itself, they also have the right to go and spend the money. Whereas the Taz learns that there's a Chiddush here. We're not talking about the Zion Tovei Ha'ir. We're talking about just the Gaboim. The Gaboim go ahead and they want to sell a shul. Why is it well, They want to go and spend the money. Why is it permissible? He learns that we're not talking about anything permanent. We're talking about a halachi here of borrowing the money for Advar Mitzvah. And he says that what the Machaber is teaching us here is that once you collect money for a shul and it comes to the Gabai, although it has Kedushas Beis HaKnesses, you still can borrow it for Advar Mitzvah and repay it as soon as you can. Further, so this was a case where all they had was money. Kanu avanim v'koris lo yimkurum l'edvar mitzvah. Whereas if they've already bought materials, they already bought building materials, they should not be spending the money, they should not go sell them um, for the sake of uh, for the sake of a dvar mitzvah. Um, now, um, remember, if uh, if what we're talking about is uh, the Zion Tov year, according to the Magan Avram, then the halacha would be that it's mutter for them to sell it for any dvar mitzvah. It's mutter to them to sell it even for chol. Um, but they're not supposed to do it. Here the Machaber is telling us that even though the Zion Tov here have the schus to do what they want, they shouldn't. They shouldn't exercise that schus. Elo lepidin shvuyim, only for pidin shvuyim, pidin shvuyim lechat chila, it is mutter for them to go and sell it. Further, afal pishe viwa avonim v'gidrum v'zakoros v'poslum, even though they went ahead and they, they actually made the, the they, they used the stuff, they made the things, they prepared everything for use. Um, nevertheless, we don't have just raw materials over here, but these are materials that were already shaped for the sake of being placed in specific places in the shul. 
What happens if they already built Vagomrun? They not only began building, but they actually completed the binyan. Lo They shouldn't sell the shul for pidyon shvuyim. Eli What they should do is collect money from the tzibur for the sake of pidyon shvuyim. Now the halach is if they do, they're allowed to sell it meikar adin for pidyon shvuyim. Even though the shul is already built, you're allowed to sell the shul for the sake of pidyon shvuyim. Nevertheless, it's not the right thing to do. Um, that so long as you already have a built-up shul, it is wrong to go sell a built-up shul for pidyon shvuyim if there's any uh, any um, possibility of collecting the money from the people instead. Now, um, this halacha that that you're allowed to sell the shul for pidyon shvuyim, the Bria halacha brings down that it's not only pidyon shvuyim, but miyikar adin, you're allowed to sell it for anything that is, has more kedusha. Remember, if it's not the Zion Tova Yir, B'maimed Anshi Yir, then you're allowed to sell it to a Kedusha Chamura. So, for example, we learned you can sell a shul for the sake of buying a Sefer Torah. Says the, uh, the, the Bir Alocha, if you're talking about um, a situation where there's no other shul for them to daven in, this is the shul. To go and sell that for something that has more Kedusha is wrong for the simple reason that the Tzibur has an obligation to build a shul. You are being mavatal that obligation by selling the shul. So if you've got another shul that you can that everyone can fit into, that everyone can daven in, so let them daven there. But if this is the only shul, then you're being mavatal the obligation to build a shul. So even though there's no iser in the mechira, by selling it, you're leaving yourself shulless, and that's not permissible. Sif Yudalid. Ruvain Sha'amar Karkazu Aninos Livnos Ruvain went ahead and was Menadev. He contributed, he was Menadev, his land, and he said, I hereby give this land to the Tzibur for the sake of building a shul. And the authorities would not allow them to build a shul. So the community says, well, listen, they don't allow us to have a shul here. Let's leave it as a house and use it as a base medrash, a place for people to learn. And Ruven says, even though a base Mandrish is more Kedusha than a base Aknesis, that wasn't what I had in mind. My idea was I wanted a shul on my land. If this is not going to be a shul, even though it's for a greater mitzvah than a shul, which is learning, nevertheless, I'm not prepared to give it. So what's the halacha? Lomotzi Ruven Hadorbe. The halacha is... That um, that uh, that uh, uh, that that Ruvain is not allowed to uh, he's not allowed to take it away from them, so that it is a uh, it is a uh, um, it is a neder that this this land belongs to the tzibur. Ruvain cannot come along and say I meant to keep it for myself. If you're not going to build a shul, the tzibur has already been zolche in it. Now further, vim Ruvain lo hayadarsham hayyecholim l'shanosa. Not only that. But if Ruvain doesn't live there, they can actually build what they want on it. So in the first case, they're not allowed to build what they want on it. In the first case, they'll still have to wait until they get permission from the authorities, and at that point, they'll be able to build a shul. Not so. If he doesn't, if Ruvain doesn't live there, then we say he definitely was Menadirid al-Das, the townspeople. 
is there's an essential difference between an insider and an outsider. An insider that makes a donation and makes it clear that the reason why he's donating it is for something specific, he wants that specific thing. He's there and he knows what the needs are. When you're dealing with an outsider, although the person, his preference is for whatever he said it was for, he understands that he's an outsider and that the, the locals are really the ones to make the final decision. There's an umdana that this person wouldn't mind if you go and change it to a base medrash or anything else. So if an outsider really wants to stipulate that they should not use it for anything but what he said, halacha, the Mishnah brings down, he would have to make a t'nai kafel. He would have to make a kosher t'nai, which means that he states both sides. The hain is kodem lalav. He first says, um, if this is going to be built as a shul, I want it to belong to the tzibur. If this is not going to be built as a shul, I'm keeping it for myself. Um, in that case, we would say that he clearly made a t'nai lahalacha, and the fact that he's an outsider would in no way make, make him lose his rights in deciding what it's to be used for. So the halacha would be, back in the first case, where he is a local, and he donated the land, although he couldn't change his mind because he made a nedr so that they own the land, they could not use it for a base nedr so long as he objects because he's the one that made the, that, that was Menadavit. And there is no umdana that he's leaving it up to them, because he's an insider, and he knows what the needs are. Elim kein yesham chaverir, unless there is the the uh, the committee of the city, um, so the Mishtabur brings down, included in such a thing would be the Zayin Tovayir, the trustees of the, of the shul. The chal ma'da'asi where it's understood that whenever you make a nidava to the shul, they are going to have the final say. The Ramah says, V'zayin tovayir, dinei The Ramah is the one that says that the, the zayin tovayir are considered chavayir. So the halachi is um, that if you're talking about the entire city coming to the conclusion that this is what we're going to use it for, as represented by the zayin tovayir, then even a local that makes a contribution, we understand, is al-das, the, uh, the zayin tovayir. Tesvav, ein odom yochol lesser chelko mi a person does not have um, a person does not have the right to uh, answer his chelik of uh, of the shul. Um, now, what's pshat in that? So the, the Mishnah brings down that this is a takonis hagaonim. Um, the gaonim had a problem when when you have a town. The town went and raised the money for the shul. The shul belongs to the entire city now. Um, who owns what? Nobody owns any specific part of the shul. They are all partners, uh, general partners in the entire shul. If someone comes along and says, I asser my part of the shul on the tzibur, right? which is his part? We don't know. And the halach is in brera, in a daraisa, you cannot retroactively decide what I meant. So that if you, if you later come and say, oh, I meant this piece, or they give you your piece, it's too late. Um, as, as such, the Allah would be that if this one person answers his chalik, the whole shul becomes answer to everybody because you never know which is his chalik. Therefore, the Gaoni made it a takana that you cannot do such a thing. So the uh, Mishtabura says, how about a shul where everybody has a clear place? You know, this is his seat and that is his, uh, his partnership in the shul is limited to his particular seat. And he goes and answers that on other people, that he would have the right to do.